right, uh, welcome to Not My Rabbit Hole, the podcast. <laughs> I'm Terry Joyce, and uh, I'm doing a, a spontaneous uh, podcast uh, this evening. Uh, today is uh, July 28th, and it is 9.39 p.m. on the West Coast at the time of uh, my recording this podcast. It's been a while since I have done a uh, Not My Rabbit Hole podcast, and that has to do with uh, some construction work that has been taking place really heavily where I'm at. Um, my living situation is kind of interesting. I have, um, I'm, I have one more payment on paying off uh, my RV. Uh, I... Uh, got an RV, a 1978 uh, Tioga Dodge. I've been looking at all these videos about how people are living off the grid. And I want to get solar energy and a solar generator. And I want to just be able to exist by the, <laughs> by the sun. And, uh, you know, know how to live um, not connected to houses and apartment buildings and landlords and things like this and I want to I wanted to be mobile and I was wanting to make it so it would be my mobile production studio so I can also write it off on my taxes so right now uh my RV is uh parked uh, at at what was originally an Airbnb. Now, since the coronavirus happening, uh, the household has more permanent residents, although everybody is somewhat uh, semi-permanent, uh, even though some of the people are using this particular location as their address, which I have uh, just recently uh, converted into doing that. All right, so that being said, there's been uh, some construction work, work going on. Uh, I don't know if that, I was rubbing my hands through my hair and I have my earphones on, so I don't know if that's going to make any difference on, on, uh, on the sound of this particular broadcast. Hopefully not. Um, okay, so there was a garage being built next to me. This, this particular house is a very old house. It was uh, built in the 1900s. I don't know the exact time that it was built. Uh, since I moved in, there has been a Planned Parenthood abortion clinic go up right next to me, and I wish I was joking, but I'm not. So there's a lot of, uh, I've witnessed a lot of interesting things happen to this neighborhood um, as I moved into it. One of the reasons why, when I first came here, I uh, stayed here as an Airbnb person. And I stayed here for like two or three months. And one of the things that was really attractive to me uh, about staying here was that uh, there was uh, animals here, right? Uh, when I read the Airbnb, there was pictures of uh, the dog, Jake, uh, who's a, kind of like a poodle mix. Uh, most kind of like really like a fat poodle, but <laughs> he's still cute. And uh, Jasmine, or was also known as Jasmine, because when Jasmine, for a long time they thought Jasmine was a girl, but it was really a boy. So, 
uh, Jazzman, uh, the cat, who is kind of a Siamese uh, mix. And I love cats. Okay, I just I do. I, I'm I'm a cat lover and, I, and I'm an animal lover. I like I like the I like dogs too. So the so the so the dogs are a plus, and the fact that it was the place was a fixer upper, and so that is why the it was really inexpensive to stay here because you knew that there maybe would be some construction or some stuff going on or whatever. And uh, when I stayed here, there was really no construction work going on, and mostly everybody that was here was an Airbnb person. There was some, there was one lady that was an extended Airbnb, but she ended up leaving. And there's been some people that have come in and stayed here for a year. I've been here for a year now in some sort of capacity, either by renting an RV and then having the RV parked here and then paying for the space to be here or staying in the house itself. Um, what was really wonderful is the lady who owns this property actually uh, agreed to uh, front me the money to get this RV that I'm in right now and then get it for buy it back, uh, you know, pay to own. And then I would pay uh, monthly to to be parked here. So for the most part, uh, it's it's been it's been really good. Uh, but I have to let you guys know, and I'm, I'm not really even sure what I'm even going to title, um, this particular, uh, video, but I know that I want to talk about it and I want to come out and, uh, just even share my own experience of what it, it's like to be a targeted individual or to be gang stalked. And this has been, I, I realize now that, uh, this particular thing has been going on with me for a really long time. I, I would say it's been happening before I'm in this current situation right now. That was just really ramped up. And that's one of the reasons why it's taken me a while to, uh, to, to do a uh, podcast. Because since my last podcast, which was about Gisling Maxwell, it's really weird. I It, it seems like I'm getting more interference by people and having kind of a, a gang stalking street theater kind of thing happen to me while I am looking into uh, the topic of uh, Jeffrey Epstein and uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. And right now, in a way, I feel that, I mean, for me, that is where I'm going to put my focus on for a while because it's, 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 it's eventually happening. And I'm, I'm not sure, I'm not sure how our judicial system is really going to play this out. Uh, now we, we know that when Jeffrey Epstein was arrested, uh, he was, you know, he, he, he allegedly killed himself, but nobody, nobody really believes that. <laughs> Really, I mean that's why uh, Ricky Gervais was able to joke about that uh, at the Golden Globes, which was funny and hilarious. But it was such a con- see when you're a comedian, right? Which is I I am one. You know I've I've worked uh, most of my life as a stand-up comedian, although now I've kind of turned into something else, almost like a quasi uh, journalist in a way. <laughs> you know, actually. Uh, 
Facebook sent me a message and asked me if I was a journalist and I, if I wanted to register my profile as a journalist. And I had trouble doing it. I think it's because I don't have my email set up correctly on my blog site, which is uh, notmyrabbithole.com. So if you want to go to notmyrabbithole.com, you can uh, log on to there. I've, I've got my first few articles, but one of the, I think one of the best things I've posted on that blog so far is about the Facebook independent fact checkers. Uh, I really went into I went into uh, a, 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 a quite quite a bit of detail about who the independent Facebook independent fact checkers are, and how they're connected to the Pointer Institute, which gives out grants to the people who are doing the fact checking, and they're approved by the Pointer Institute. Uh, by the way, uh, the Pointer Institute is uh is is uh, uh has been around like since i don't know like i forgot the exact date if you go I'm, it's it's on my it's on my blog if you read it but i can't recall it right now but it's like 1970 something i think and uh they've been uh you know uh, procuring journalists and grooming them and putting them into the media and this and that blah 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 but it's it's like an approved media it's like we're the legit media and the rest of the media that's in existence doesn't really count, including anybody who is doing their own independent journalism, which to me, I find it interesting that, that Facebook's asking me that because I must be showing some sort of content in a way that makes it look like I might possibly be a journalist or actually coming from a publication. So my publication is not my com, which is connected to this podcast. Cause you know, it, everything that, uh, I've been wanting to create, uh, I've been wanting to funnel into uh, this particular, uh, format. So, all right, l- let's get back to, uh, to some of the, uh, gang stalking. I'm kind of exhausted by all of it, but let me just say that, um, it involved usually if if, a really good movie to watch on Venmo, if you want to understand what this is, uh, it's called the spark and you can rent it on Venmo. And it's about people who are victims of targeted harassment. There is actually a whole subculture really if you I, I, I guess I should call it a subculture but there's a whole group of people who claim to be targeted individuals and have experienced gang stalking and according to a lot of the reports and I'm going to say from my own aspect my own experience there is a spiritual or a supernatural uh, aspect to uh, some of this too as well Okay, so I guess I should start a little bit uh, with the fact that I think, I don't know, about a couple of weeks ago, I guess, uh, there's a kitty cat. Like I said, there's a cat here that I was uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to stay here. And when I saw the picture of the cat, I thought, oh, am I going to get to know this kitty? And I have actually. And I bonded with the cat, uh, the first few months that I stayed here, that's Jasmine. And then when I got my, uh, yellow bus and I, I, uh, parked it, uh, out here, 
uh, and I was renting it. I, I was renting uh, a converted uh, school yellow, short bus. And if you go to my YouTube channel, I've, I've done these short bus rants. And it, it inspired me to, to create the short bus rant. And I also uh, have a, a web domain that I purchased called shortbusproduction.com. But I really haven't done anything with that yet. But I got the short bus and Jasmine, uh, when I came back, I saw him and I go, I came back for you. <laughs> and I picked him up and I took him into the bus and, uh, he, he hung out with me. He, he hung out with me a lot. And I, and eventually, uh, I started to put a little food bowl out for him. Cause there was, um, one lady that was staying here and she didn't like cats. And there was a, see, the woman, the, there's two women that own this house right now and they're friends. And one of the women said that this is Jasmine's house. Like, like, like really the property here <laughs> belongs to Jasmine, uh, theoretically. Cause he is really the uh, longest and most consistent person, uh, that's been here. And there was a, a, a man that, well, originally this was a, a man's house and he was Bill and he was a mathematician and I could tell that he, because in the um, front room they preserved certain things that belonged to him, like his glasses and his Bible. And, uh, you know, he was in the military and he was a scientist. You know, I guess maybe he might have been a teacher, but he was a mathematician. He was, I think he might have had something. I think he was a person of renown. And uh, he ended up getting uh, dementia. And so there was a bunch of people that came and took care of him. And one of the most consistent things for him was Jasmine. Uh, Jasmine bonded with him. Jasmine wanted to be with him. And Jasmine was something that was uh, reoccurring in his life so that it was, it was like a marker. Like he might not remember where he was, but it was like, but Jasmine was always there to greet him. And so Jasmine was, uh, helped him really in, in many ways. And when he passed away, I think that Jasmine just kind of got water and, you know, some, you know, cheap, uh, you know, cat food. Cause there were so many different other people coming out that Jasmine was just kind of on his own and not really getting love and affection and, you know, the kind of pampering and uh, care that a cat needs. I mean, what I like about cats is that they are, uh, really independent and, uh, they have an independent spirit and they're smart. And I, I think that cats have a spiritual aspect about them. Like they, they can see things that we can't. That's what I've been told. So they, they see things that we energetically don't see. You can hear that's Jake coughing in the coughing, coughing, <laughs> barking. <laughs> Jake is barking in the background. Uh, that's that's Jake barking, and you know he might be barking because uh, because Jasmine is is out and about because Jasmine just kind of left and he's out and about right now. This is about his time. He he goes out around ten o'clock at night. And he starts his hunting. All right, we're going to be right back uh, with more uh, of Not My Rabbit Hole, the podcast. I'm Terry Joyce. Stay tuned. Don't go away.
right, uh, welcome back to uh, Not My Rabbit Hole, uh, the podcast. I'm Carrie Joyce, uh, the host, and welcome to my podcast. Okay, so I was talking about Jasmine and how Jasmine uh, was Bill's companion who had dementia that lived in the house originally before he passed away. And then it became an Airbnb, and he didn't really have a person. Well, he kind of had a person for a while, which was uh, a lady named Melody who lived here. But Melody has a boyfriend, and she's gone for a long time, and she wasn't consistent. And so I have been more of a consistent person sleeping over every night here uh, and uh, and taking care of him. I started feeding him, and, you know, just, uh, you know, he, he comes up and he sleeps with me. Uh, off and on throughout the night, and he's just the sweetest little cat. Okay, so I guess I should start with the fact that there is a woman that moved in here, and her name is Jane, and it's weird because I don't really know anybody's last name. (laughs) I literally do not know anybody's last name here other than Jimmy's, Uh, and I know... uh, the woman, uh, Cindy, who owns half of the house, and then Thomas, I don't know her last name. I have to, I'd have to look it up. I'm pretty sure I would, if I went to the Airbnb, I'd, I know who, who it was, but she, uh, lives in uh, San Francisco and she was, uh, she is actually, um, Bill's daughter. Okay. So for the most part, I have actually just really loved uh, being here. But just recently, uh, the the energy changed uh, after a certain a certain individual uh, came in here. And I'm going to go more into detail about the gang stalking and and stuff that's happened. But that's not really the point. <laughs> Uh, the really the point of this podcast because I I really feel that there's something I I, I want to talk about something inspir through all of it something inspirational happened and I just want to share the better part of humanity okay uh, amongst the 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 strife and the stresses of 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 everything that we're going through because I know I know that there's gonna be a lot of people they're gonna maybe listen to this podcast and go, God, I've never heard of gang stalking before. I've never heard of being, I've never heard of the topic, a targeted individual. And it might be like, like a foreign subject. And I hope that if you are uh, that particular person that, that piques your interest and that you look into uh, what is happening to certain individuals Right, and we can even go that there are certain even known individuals that we can look back and go they were gang stalked and they were tar- they were you know it would that was targeted uh, harassment to, uh, to destroy them, and one of the kind of things one of the examples a lot of the things that happened with uh, say for example Maria Farmer who is one of Jeffrey Epstein's victims who was an artist that stayed at Les Wexner's house in Columbus, Ohio, back in the 90s, in the mid-90s, I listened to uh, a phone conversation of a testimony of things that happened to her. And in a way, these people, somewhat, they, they, it's like they gang-stalked her. They took her in. They said, oh, you know, come, come do your art. Come stay at the guest house. You know, oh, you can eat at the country club. Oh, no, you can't eat at the country club. Oh, now we're starving. Oh, now you can't leave. Oh, now we're not. You know, it was just like... This real head trippy kind of, uh, as if she was uh, almost at the same time being sucked off for her talent and being destroyed and handled and sexually abused. I mean, it's just 
awful. And and in a way that is that is kind of like gang stalking. Uh, or, you know, you, you look at, uh, right now there's in the news, uh, Courtney Stodden, who, uh, married a 51 year old when she was 16. I guess her parents just said, oh, fine, go ahead. He was the, this actor, I guess most known for being in the, in the green mile. She married him. And then Chrissy Teigen did these like really just abusive gross tweets about her, uh, bullying and, and, you know, just weird tweets that she did and said things to her and was mean to her. And in a way that is a, a form of uh, targeted harassment too, you know, coming from within, within that whole industry, the whole model industry, because, uh, Courtney Stodden was also a model as well. So you have this, you know, tier of people that are, and guess who's associated to Jeffrey Epstein? It looks like Chrissy Teigen is. So <coughs> there are these things that, that you, in a way you can say, well, that, you know, you look at it, you go, okay, that's targeted harassment. Uh, okay. So, but the, this entire show isn't about that. All right. So. Within this targeted harassment, though, there is a spiritual aspect of it. And uh, there was one day where I woke up and Jasmine didn't come home like he normally does. And uh, in the morning. And I'm like, where is he? And I just, I was just feeling really bad. I just, I knew something was wrong. I knew something was wrong. I called out his name a few times. I prayed. I prayed to God. I said, please, God, protect him. And I, and I'm concerned about people hurting animals to be, to retaliate against you. Cause the person uh, that just moved in was, I think they thought, I think everybody who is kind of targeting me right now around me in this situation, they thought the cat was mine. They, they were stupid and they thought the cat was mine, and, but it, but it wasn't mine. Okay. So and they said certain things, like for example, the lady Jane. When I first, uh, when she first, first few conversations of, of me with her in the house, she's like, she automatically wanted to move Jasmine's food bowl and in the house because they still put, even though he hardly goes in there, because this is his vacation home. They put it. They had his food bowl and you know his food out there, you know, by the in a certain place for ever since I've been here. And she wanted to move it as if she. I think she thought as if it was gonna, because it was to get to me. It wasn't. It wasn't really. She's well. I can't really get to this pantry. And look, the water and the food is still there in the same spot. And I kind of said, well, you know, I don't know. It's it's always been there. And Jasmine, I thought I explained to her that Jasmine wasn't really my cat. But anyway. I think when you are uh, gang stalked, you know, they want to go after what's in your heart, like what you love, because that's where, that's where they can, you know, that's where they can get you at because the whole thing is about getting you to feel destitute enough to not want to exist anymore. Like they're really hoping that, you know, when a person is gang stalking, when a person is getting targeted, harassed or gang stalked, the goal is for them to make the person feel like they want to kill themselves. That way they don't have the karmic responsibility for it. Okay. It's true. All right. They want you to do yourself in because then it would be your responsibility. Ultimately, if you take your own life, it's, it's the ultimate screw you to God. You know, it's like you've, you've lost that you've lost, you know, you've given up 
and and so um, again, also this is Suicide Awareness Month, and I'm I'm just reaching out to people here on this podcast to say, don't do it. Always hang in there. Stay in the fight. Uh, you know, pray to Yeshua. Pray pray to Jesus. Ask. Know that you know. Just get through this tribulation, and 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 that is how you know I, I've been thinking this. Like, okay, one one more day, one more thing. Okay. Well, anyways, Jasmine uh, came in and he was limping, and I didn't know what was wrong with him. And right, and I I it, I panicked. I didn't know if he was hit by a car. I knew he was in pain. He didn't want me to touch him. You know, I was I was like, oh my god, he's been injured. So, um, right when that happened, um, Lady Jane, who came up and wanted to serve me watermelon at 1030 in the morning at my door, which really creeped me out because to be honest with you, I've already had people try to poison me and control my food and this and that. And I know that sounds freaky for me to say if you, if you, if you're new to my channel, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I've had, I've had things happen. And so to have somebody just like impose themselves to think that you want to eat watermelon at 10 30 in the morning is just not normal and the fact that it was happening with the cat and I looked at her and I go oh no no I'm Jasmine's been injured and she kind of almost like rolled her eyes and like just you know had this like oh, whatever kind of attitude I'm like look there's something freaky going on there you know this woman she got an you know a, a watermelon and she's talking she goes oh do you want to share watermelon with me from, from the day before she asked me if I wanted to share some of that watermelon with her I go, yeah, okay. She goes, oh, well, I'll put it in the fridge. I wasn't expecting her to be at my door with a fork, holding a slice of it in her hand with a plate, ready to give it to me. Like, you know what? I hope you eat this and you fall over and you croak and you die. I mean, it really, it was like the Wicked Witch of the West coming up. Like, you know, it was like, like, like I was Snow White and the witch came up and goes, here, have this watermelon. I mean, it was like literally like, <laughs> and my cat was injured. I mean, like total witch thing, you know? And, um, so... She ran off, and then I ended up, we ended up taking Jasmine, um, the, Cindy didn't have uh, a cat carrier, so we put Jasmine in a box, which made it even worse, really. And the other man, who's the construction worker, who has been harassing me, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother show, uh, he was looking at Cindy going, do you want me to shut the door, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, yeah. And then I looked, I go, yeah. And I was, it was like a, one of those vans with a sliding door. And I was sitting with the sliding door with the cat. Anyways, we got to the, um, to the, to the clinic and, uh, I, I, we, we saw the veterinarian and, uh, the veterinarian was Indian and he had, you know, a, a turban and, and everything. And, 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 and he had the mask. We were all wearing our masks because, you know, we can't, we can't go in there without a mask because of the coronavirus. So, we, so the mask stops us from uh, us being able to see our humanity. But I gotta say, I was really impressed with this particular veterinary clinic. Uh, and the, um, the veterinarian came out and he, this is, this is where the veterinarian got me. Okay. I'm right, right, okay. He, he checks out Jasmine's heart and he goes, he has a heartbeat. <laughs> and we all laughed. And, uh, what was wrong with Jasmine is he got in a fight. He's, he's a kitty fighter. And so he got bit, um, uh, up near his shoulder. So they had to shave him and, and put, um, you know, give him a, a, sh- an, a shot of antibiotic and, uh, you know, clean the wound and everything. And I had to give him antibiotics for antibiotics for seven days and everything. But one of the things with our masks on, 
the veterinarian looked at me right in the eyes. He started talking to me. He goes, you know, all lives matter. All lives matter. This stuff that's going on, all lives matter. Because you know, when I came to this country, I came here with $20 in my pocket, and now I own this hospital. Like, I turned $20, or maybe it was $17. It was like this small amount of money that he turned into something. He goes, I came here. I went to school. I studied. I had the opportunity. I had the opportunity to be a free man and make something of myself here. He goes, and all lives matter. My life matters. Everybody's life matters. And when you, when you, and it was touching to me. Like, I, I, I felt, I felt touched by it, you know? And, uh, and, 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 and it was this connection over with, with Jasmine and him. He's not, he, he, he was an American citizen, but he became an American. He got a citizenship here and he, and he, and he says, we can't, we can't be subjected to communism. And, uh, and, and, and I know that I, I feel like when I, when I, when I say this, that even, even to say all lives matter, look, I watched Dante, the comedian, the comedian Dante that I think it was on the fifth season of Last Comedy Standing. I knew Dante for a really long time. All right. And, uh, Dante was on my ass, I guess, like, because I posted something and, you know, everybody's so quick to call somebody else racist and this and that. Oh, that's why I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't know Juneteenth was a holiday or forgot it was. And so that made me ignorant and I apologize for being ignorant, but it's, it's what happened. Anyways, Dante posted on Facebook recently. He said, if you say, if anybody out there is posting All Lives Matter, I'm going to block you immediately. I don't care who you are. And I'm like, wow, that's harsh. Because it took me back to, you know, being at the veterinary clinic and enlighten the vet and realizing that he was a person from, a, he was from India and he came here and he made, you know, and he, and he loves America and he said, he, and he says, all lives matter. And the truth is all lives matter and all cat lives matter. <laughs> so... I guess, I guess that's the point of this particular podcast is that all cat lives matter too. So, um, you know, just let's love our furry friends and, uh, you know, uh, pray over our animals that they're protected at this time because, you know, it's not, we live in apocalyptic times and I just want to say that cheers to everybody out there. God bless. And, you know, if you like my podcast, please share it with other people and subscribe and check out my website at notmyrabbithole.com.